You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode number 48 today. And today, I really want to talk about investing and talking about sort of, you know, the skill set and mindsets of investing. Obviously, I'd love to talk about, you know, success and business building and just general freedom. Um, but what I want to do today is sort of kick off a process and, and kick off a series of videos where we go through apples to apples, just very black and white outlines of each investing vehicle. So obviously not financial advice as such as I'm not saying that, you know, you should do this. What I just want to do is just give you a bit of a kind of 101 introduction to the different investment vehicles. So obviously, and we've talked about it in other episodes, one of the biggest things people say is, well, you know, what should I invest in? Should I go property? Should I go stock? Should I go currency? Should I go commodities? Should I go, you know, crypto versus fiat currencies, etc.? Like all these questions. And the reality is it's, you know, it, everything works and everything cannot work and everything has pros and everything has cons. Every investment vehicle has its benefits um, and it also has its risks. And so it does come down a lot to what is the best investment for you and who is the perfect partner for you, etc. all those sorts of questions. But I want to just kick off a, a little series of podcasts where we just go through each investment vehicle in a bit more depth, you know, in a bit more sort of, you know, as I said, apples to apples and just really looking at how you can use that as an investment vehicle. And then from there, you can start to decide which one you like the sound of, which one's kind of going to work for your goals. And then you like go to the library <laughs> or go to Amazon or wherever you buy your books and read five or six at least books about this. So one of the biggest things before we go any further is, you know, never put a cent in something you don't understand. You know, never put a single dollar into an investment if you don't understand how you're going to get your money back. The most important thing about any business and the most important thing about any investment is really knowing your exit strategy, you know, knowing actually what you're going to be doing at the end of it to get your money back. So you don't want to go into something without knowing how to get out of it. And you don't want to go into something that you don't understand. So, so many people get burnt when they're investing because they take a, a hot tip from the next door neighbor or, you know, someone's telling them about something and, oh, you know, you've got to check this out. And they create this FOMO and, you know, fear of missing out or greed and all that emotion. And they jump in emotionally invested and then we lose, right? Or we ride this emotional roller coaster of ups and downs. We have a good night and then a bad night and then a good night and then a bad night, etc. So before we do anything, before we ever put a cent into anything, we have to at least understand how that investment vehicle works. Because I've said this on some other podcasts, there's a there's a lot of well-known Wall Street sayings, there's a much less known one for obvious reasons. It's Wall Street is where the educated take money from the uneducated. And Wall Street can be particularly, you know, set up and, and particularly biased towards taking money from emotional people. And one of the best ways to reduce risk and the best ways to reduce emotion is education. So before we get into that series, like today's sort of that intro to the series and, and across the next few podcasts, I'll be chipping away at the different investment vehicles interspersed with some other you know business stuff and interviews, etc. But I want to just talk about the pure assets versus liabilities. Like we have to 
understand the difference between an asset and a liability. Because if, if we don't understand this, then investing is, is going to be a challenge. So when we think about assets, I think for the for a lot of people, the first time we're introduced to the word asset is when we go somewhere for a loan. And people will say, you know, you, you got to buy a home because your home is your greatest asset. And then you go to the bank to get a car loan or you go to the bank to, you know, get a loan for a holiday or you go to the bank to get a loan for an investment. Um, and the bank is going to say, like, what are your assets? They're going to give you a thing. And even when you're applying for credit cards, you know, store credit cards, or you're applying for a, a, a bank credit card or an American Express or something, they're going to get you to write out all your assets. They so say, like, what, what do you own? Okay. And people will write the car, the house, furniture, jewelry, you know, anything like that to kind of up our net worth. So we look better and we get the better loan. The problem is none of those things I mentioned before are assets. Because an asset is something that puts money in your pocket. When we're talking from an investment point of view, a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. That is the pure definition from an investing point of view. Assets feed you and liabilities starve you. Okay. So again, when the bank's saying, hey, like list out your assets and you write your home and your car, the bank's not actually asking for your assets. The bank's saying, what do you have that we could take if you don't pay your bills? <laughs> Essentially, that is the question that they're asking. And then just asking it in nicer words. But it's a matter of like, if you don't pay this credit card bill, if you don't pay your home loan or your investment loan or your car loan or your holiday loan, you know, whatever it is, if you don't pay your weekly repayment or your monthly repayment, we're going to come in and start taking those things that you listed. So that's a, you know, not a pleasant way to say it, but that's really what they're doing. You know, in the old gangster movies, you had 10 assets, you had 10 fingers. And if you didn't pay your bills, you know, the mob was coming after you and cutting off your fingers until you did. So you had 10 assets there as far as 10 fingers. But that's the reality when we talk about understanding the differences for a lot of people they're listing assets and they're writing out assets and their mindset is, well, we've got a home with a home loan. So that home is an asset. Now, even if it doesn't have a home loan attached to it, the home is not an asset because the home is not putting money into your pocket every week because there's a home loan. And even if that home loans aside, there's going to be insurance, there's going to be rates, there's going to be repairs, there's just going to be general maintenance on the house, cleaning, etc. All those sorts of things that take money out of your pocket every week. Now, if the home had an Airbnb room or you rented it out on holidays or you had some kind of, you know, cash flow production from the house, and again, you've paid off all your debt and you Airbnb it out and that Airbnb money is more than the cost of your rates, etc. then it is an asset. Same for your car. Your car is not an asset at all. It is a liability. Every week you have to go to the service station and put fuel into that thing and go and pay $100 for the fuel you just put in your car. And every year you get your registration. Every year you get your insurance. Now, again, if you're driving uh, Uber or something like that, or you're able to put your car to work, it's a vintage car and you rent it out for weddings or something like that. Yes, maybe it can become an asset at that point. But all of these things that we talk about and all the things that people list in those bank questionnaires, generally 99% of the time, none of those are assets. But if we think we're at their assets, that's where the mindset is wrong. And if we think what we have is feeding us when it's actually starving us, 
then we're in trouble. So liabilities are going to come along and liabilities will be your credit card. Liabilities will be, you know, school fees, loans, rent, all those sorts of things. Children, you know, children take money out of your pocket every week. Um, you know, lovely. They're beautiful and amazing, of course, um, but they also take money out of your pocket every week. And so what we have to understand is that if we want to have financial freedom, if we want to create more freedom in our life, we have to have more assets than liabilities. That is the pure formula for financial freedom is having more assets than liabilities, which means you have more money coming into your pocket than going out of your pocket each week. If there's more money coming into your bank account than going out of your bank account each week, then you are on the pathway to financial freedom. And that is really the key. So the, the process that we need to understand there is what is actually an asset and what's a liability. What's putting money in my pocket and what's taking it out. So just before I go on to the next step, I do want to recognize our subscriber of the week. And I, I must put my hand up and apologize. I've been forgetting to do this recently. And, um, you know, I, I like to just get into little tangents and I kind of go down rabbit holes and I, I chat and then I load up the podcast and then I realize, oh, I never actually recognize the subscriber of the week. So I do apologize for that. But I'd like to recognize Jenna underscore Shaw with a W double W um, and she posted a beautiful picture with uh, her day involving a beautiful sunrise or sunset, um, a trip to get some coffee and listening to my podcast. So very, very beautiful post that she put up on her stories. So Jenna, thank you very, very much. Um, shoot me a message. I'd love to send you a gift to say thank you for your support and thank you for being subscriber of the week. So again, if you are getting value out of this and you love to just show me what you've learned, show me how you're like listening to the podcast or show me what you're learning, take a screenshot, tag me in your stories. I'm at Andrew James Logan. I greatly appreciate it. Great to know what you're really learning and what you're really valuing so we can create more podcasts like that. Um, and then also you might be the subscriber of the week. Anyway, coming back to the point of today's podcast. So assets, we talk about like understanding assets. And one of the the really cool things about assets is that we can buy them, obviously. So you can buy a rental property that gives you money every week. You can buy stocks that give you dividends every quarter, etc., like that. And those are assets because they put money in your pocket. But we can also create them. And again, this is why I love the network marketing industry because we don't build a business as such. Like, you know, the, the big mindset shift is it's all about, you know, the side hustle about being a business builder, all that kind of stuff. But we never set out to build a business. When Angie and I started this, we understood that we were creating an asset. That's what we were doing. And yes, there were, you know, income producing activities and business building activities. They were the activities. But the end game was to build an asset, to create an asset that gave us money every week. And then we could use that asset to buy more assets. And when you do that, that's what we call a wealth loop. That's like a snowball effect. In the words of Warren Buffett, you use your assets to buy more assets. And so if you can build a business and it starts to bring one $200 in a week, and that's putting money in your pocket, and then instead of you know upgrading the car or buying a handbag or maxing out the credit card, you use that one to two hundred dollars a week to start putting into more assets, and then you you know it's a little bit it's a, the the start of a snowball, but it starts to run downhill right and it starts to really get momentum. 
So when we were building our network marketing business, we were using the money to buy more property. And then we used the money from our business and the money from that first property to buy the second one, and then the third one, and then the fifth one, and then the 10th one. And then actually in, in two days time, we've got number 15, I think, or 14 or 15, I do actually lose count to a point. Um, settling, I think it's number 15. Uh, settling, right? So we've got our assets are buying us more assets. And when our assets buy us more assets, you really essentially have your money making you more money. And your money is going out to work and coming back with friends. So the three-step process is that we make money and then we manage it by understanding the difference between an asset and a liability. So we, the three M's, got to make money. Then we've got to manage it and we've got to say, you know what, I'm buying assets, not liabilities. And then when our assets are buying us liabilities, uh, <laughs> sorry, and when our assets are buying us assets, not liabilities, when our assets are buying us assets, then we multiply our money. So if we can make it, then manage it, then multiply it, then that's really cool. That's when you just have this wealth loop where your money is just making you more money and you have this snowball and it's out of control and it's flying downhill and it's really hard to go broke if you cannot stop making money. And that's the key. And I remember hearing that from someone, I can't even remember who or when, years and years ago, but it was just this like, imagine being unable to stop making money. Now, of course, you still can, you can, and you can do really stupid things with your money, and that's why managing money is so important. But even if we want to buy, an, you know, a nice upgrade the cars or something like that, or we want to go on a nice holiday, we still know that our bills are being paid by our assets, so we can go off and do the nicer things now because the assets will still pay for everything. So we want to create assets, we want to buy assets, we want to build assets. We need to understand the difference between something that's putting money in our pocket every week and something that's taking money out of our pocket every week. And if we can understand those difference, if we can create that mindset that the key to freedom is having more things that feed us than starve us, more money coming into our lake than coming out of the lake, it's very hard to go broke at that point. It's very hard to go broke if you cannot stop making money. And it just takes time. It takes time. It takes discipline. It takes habit. And it takes mindset. Now, the next thing, of course, and what we want to do over the next few, uh, you know, over the coming episodes is talk about the actual vehicle. Like, how do we get into that vehicle and go? And for me, the vehicle was network marketing and the vehicle was property. So I, we built a network marketing business. We created that asset and then we used that asset to buy us more property, which were more assets. And then we just put that on overdrive. We just put that into a loop until it just kind of started bl blowing out of control. You get to choose the vehicle and I'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. But if you understand that and you put that to work, you will have financial success. It's just a matter of discipline and time. The key mindset is there. Then it's just a matter of doing the work, staying in the game, buying assets instead of liabilities, making sure that you manage it because it is pretty easy to make it at the end of the day. Managing is the challenge and then we put it to work and we multiply it and then you have financial freedom. So guys, I hope that helps. As always, hope you got some just education, just help with that mindset and understanding of creating wealth, creating freedom and using your network marketing business to do that and to accelerate that process. Um, as always, guys, if you got value out of this, feel free to reach out. Let me know. Love to hear your feedback. Love to hear your learnings. Love to hear what you um, would like to hear as well. As I said, if you've got ideas of podcasts, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know. Otherwise, guys, I'll see you later on in the week and we will talk more about financial freedom. 
Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.